We're sorry, the number you have dialed is not in service at this time. I like tacos. Mañana, viernes, sábado y domingo estaré atendiendo...
It's a long way down It's a long way down Well, hello, hello, and welcome to episode 27 of Black Shirt Mixtape. That's really weird to say that. It's been a minute. Um, Episode 27. Episode 26 was like May, and we're in August right now. I think that's the longest stretch of time I've gone without um, putting out an episode. My name is Jesse, and I'll be your host on this sonic journey for the next little bit. Um, That was uh, one of my favorite solo artists, Michael Penn. Um, and there was a song called look, uh, sorry, long way down. Look what the cat drug in off his sophomore record free for all, which was released in 1992. Uh, I was a senior in high school in 1992. Um, and I remember, uh, grabbing this CD and from tower records and, um, listening to it profusely. Um, I'm a big fan. If you've listened to the show in the past, you know, real quick, I just want to say, I want to say a big thanks to, um, Everyone that's listened to the show in the past and everyone that's like DM me or emailed me or reached out to me asking when another episode was uh, coming down the pipeline. I appreciate that. Um, I've missed doing this. I I haven't made the time to do it. And tisk tisk, uh, because this is something that brings me a lot of joy. Um, But, you know, life just kind of got in the way. I mean, we we aren't as quarantined as we used to be and we're out and about. And, um, you know, this was born out of it wasn't really born out of boredom, but it was born out of, uh, you know, during a time where we really weren't going anywhere. We were kind of on lockdown here. So, um, yeah, thank you. I'm excited. I've, I've got, to be honest with you, I've got like five shows ready to go and I'm going to try and get them out as quickly as I can. I want to put a little bit of distance in between, in between them so that you can, you can listen, but, um, got some really cool stuff coming on the pipeline. Um, so yeah, so Michael Penn, uh, I, I, you know, sophomore records for me, I don't know why I gravitate towards those more than like a debut, especially like a critically acclaimed debut, right? So he came out with um, his his uh, his debut record, uh, March, uh, and he had a huge single with No Myth, and he toured, and he went back in the studio, and he put together a pretty phenomenal second album that didn't do as well commercially, but critically was like people were falling over themselves. Um, and I don't really think he ever got the, the due that he was, that he deserved. He's, he still, you know, scores a lot of movies and he still, I think he just released a new track and I don't know. He's great. I love him. Uh, if you've, if you like that song and you want to dig into his catalog, I highly recommend it. He's he's a great artist. He's a great songwriter, great producer. Um, he has a really funny cameo in Boogie Nights. He's the producer uh, that Mark Wahlberg, uh, when they're in the studio, and he's cutting that terrible song, um, Feel Feel My Heat. He's the producer there uh, with John C. Riley in the control room. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. Um I'm going to play, so the, there's not really a theme, but there kind of is a theme, I think, with this episode, and it's songs that sort of revolve around love, um, either in the title or in the song itself, maybe a little, some of the songs that may be a little bit more obscure, but it's definitely going to be in there. I don't know why I made a 
playlist about love. I don't know. I go on weird tangents and then, you know, you get episodes like this. Um, but I'm going to play a song from uh, up next from uh, Julia Michaels. So I am a huge Julia Michaels fan. Uh, she is a great song. She's a terrific songwriter and she's a pretty great artist herself. And she just put out a new album called Not in Chronological Order. It came out a little while ago. And I'm going to play you a track um, that I really, really love off the album. It's called Love is Weird. Um, check out the, the record. It's definitely going to make my my top 20, top 50 albums of the year. Was there even 50 good records so far this year? I don't know. I, I, I had my New Year's resolution to get into more local artists here in Dallas, which I have. I'm going to be playing a ton uh, in these next couple episodes and also into more hip-hop, which I have as well, which I'll be playing um, but for now, let's check out Love is Weird by Julia Michaels. Tattoos on my arm, still scared of forever. Keep my ex's letters in the third drawer of my dresser. First one hit me hard, second was a feather. Playing operation, trying to put me back together Clothes off and exposed, salty and I'm sealed Naked in my clothes, yeah Love is weird Don't know how I wound up here Love is weird It shows up and disappears Love is strange for some It ranges from Making love to tears Now we're here Love is weird Ooh. People in my past Put them in a coffin Laid them all to rest But I still think about them And we're asking deeper questions Clothes off and exposed Salty and I'm sealed Naked in my clothes, yeah Love is weird Don't know how I wound up here Love is weird It shows up and disappears Love is strange for some
I really love that song. That was um, that was Triangle Love by Miguel. So Miguel, he's a great R&B singer, and he put out this little EP called Art Dealer Chic um, 4. I guess this is, he's done a couple more. That Well, he had a couple more that he'd put out years ago, and he's kind of picking up now. I'm hoping that he's going to be releasing a full-length album soon. But um, <clears throat> that's a great song that actually steals dialogue from an extremely it's a brutal song and it steals the dialogue from an extremely brutal film called closer 
2004 film by Mike director Mike Nichols. Um, a lot of heavy hitters in that movie. Uh, Julie Roberts, Jude Law, Natalie Portman, and Clive Owen. It's it's rough. It's a it's a heavy re- movie about relationships. Um, James, my buddy over at Tacos and Turntables, he um, when I played that song for him, he was like, "Oh, I remember that movie. I think I went on a first date to go see it, and I was like, oof, that's that's rough.'" Um, but I love Miguel, uh, and I, I love, <clears throat> I just love that song. Uh, it's really, really good. Um, do you guys like Incubus? I love Incubus. Although <clears throat> I'm more of truth be told, I'm really, I really started to become a big fan of theirs. Um, after they released uh, morning view, um, everything before that was like, Oh, yeah, it was okay. Um, you know, they, they did some good stuff with like stellar, and you know obviously drive was like a huge hit i don't think that's very indicative of the band but um we went to go see them last no i say last year i don't even like time is irrelevant to me at this point like i'll just say pre-pandemic we went to go see them for like the anniversary tour of make yourself and it, I was bored silly because I don't like a lot of the songs on make yourself uh and they didn't really play anything else which sucks they've got um, they've got Morning View, they've got A Crow Left with a Murder, they've got Like Grenades, they've got If Not Now When. I mean, they are a great band, phenomenal musicians. Anyway, I'm going to play a song, uh, one of my favorite tracks of theirs um, called Paper Shoes, and it is off of um, the aforementioned, aforementioned, the aforementioned, you're going to have to excuse me, this is my first episode back, and I am, I'm learning how to talk again, apparently. Um, it, it's been, it's been that long. This is paper shoes.
Okay, so I've been dying to play this track uh, for you guys. Um, that is a track called Modern Lovers by a local band um, by the name of Fit, F-I-T. Um, I freaking love this song. I um, So part of my New Year's resolution this year was to really get more entrenched in the local Dallas scene. We, we done some uh, neat profiles over at, at Tacos and Turntables, my pop culture podcast with some record labels here and some, uh, some local artists, but I felt like I need to roll my sleeves up and, and dig a little deeper. And there's a really neat scene that's emerging uh, here in Dallas. Um, and this band is definitely at the forefront of it. So lead singer and guitar player, Hunter Mooring, um, he's kind of a, a, a veteran of the, of the Dallas scene. He was in a band called Sea Lion. Um, he grabbed the drummer from Sea Lion, I believe. You're going to have to correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but, um, and uh, two other gents uh, on, on lead guitar and bass uh, from the music scene. And they released this track on Dreamy Life Records, which is a uh, local record uh, label, independent record label um, here in Dallas, Fort Worth. And I just love that song. For the minute that I heard it, I'm like, this is absolutely my jam. And uh, they're headed out to LA, I believe, next month to begin work on their uh, debut album, which I'm really, really excited. If you live in the Dallas, Fort Worth area, head on over to their socials. It's Fit the Band. Uh, they're playing a bunch of shows coming up in August and September. Really, really great uh, bunch of guys, um, from what I can tell. Um, really love this band. I don't know what else to say. I'm like, I don't have any words left to say um, how much I actually I love this track. Um, I'm going to go way back on this next one. Like, so back that I think this was maybe early 80s, late 70s. I'm going to say maybe 81. Um, and it's funny cause like, you know, you'll go, I go down like these rabbit holes, uh, on, you know, iTunes or Spotify, by the way, I'm going to go off on a little tang tangent here. Spotify blocked me because I don't have permission to play any of these songs, which I think is bullshit because there are plenty of podcasts on Spotify that don't have permission to play the tracks that they do. And I don't know how I ended up in the algorithm, um, but I ended up in the bad algorithm and I got a really nasty email from them and they blocked me. So um, you can listen to me on iTunes, on Amazon music, YouTube music, uh, a bunch of other places, but not on Spotify. So that's their loss because they're missing out on some super sweet tracks like this one from Robert Palmer called Johnny and Mary. Enjoy. Chance was slim. 
So I once had a conversation with a friend of, of who was the bigger loss, Kurt Cobain or Michael Hutchins. I mean, I, I really miss Michael Hutchins. I really miss Kurt Cobain. Um, but it's, it's, I think it's a, it's an interesting conversation. I don't know that, I don't know who is the bigger loss. They're both, it's a loss in different ways. You know, Kurt had the angst and the introspection and Michael just brought the sexy and the smoldering kind of miss that. I saw them in concert. My cousin Deanna, she took me to see uh, kick when it came out in like 87, 88 at the Montreal forum. It was great. Although I remember being really, we had floor seats and I was, I don't think I'd hit my growth spurt yet. I was probably like 13. It was right after my bar mitzvah. And um, couldn't see much, but I remember a lot of screaming from all the uh, all the female fans. Um, but that was "Love Is What I Say." Uh, I just love that song. I mean, I really love I re- I love In Excess. They, they, I mean, you know, as as a lot of bands do, their their uh, the quality of their work kind of dwindled a little bit. It was a little, you know, not so great towards the end. But when they were in peak form, they were in peak form. It was good stuff. Um, okay. Let's talk a little bit about Ryan Adams. Um, because this has been weighing on my mind for a while. And, um, I, I, you know, Ryan Adams is a, a truly prolific songwriter and performer. Uh, there's no denying that, but you know, Ryan, Ryan apparently has just not been a, a really nice guy, uh, to a lot of women and that's no bueno. But, um, the, the, thing that I struggle with is like, you know, cancel culture is just ridiculous. I mean, you know, Ryan was, you know, emotionally abusive to, uh, you know, his wife, his ex-wife, uh, other artists. I don't, I'm not going to get into that whole, you know, um, that whole incident or all the incidents, but I mean, look, John Lennon was an alcoholic and abusive to his wives as well. And, you know, yet we put him on a pedestal cause he's a fucking beetle. Um, so I don't know, like, where do you draw the line? Um, and he has, I don't know if he's really accepted the fact that he, I think he's he's aware of the situation that he's in and he's accepted it because he's in such a bad situation now, like career-wise, like he's effectively like, a lot of people tried to erase him. He's struggling right now. If you follow him on social media, he's been going through a rough time, uh, you know, but he pulls himself out of it and then he falls back into a little pit of depression. But anyway, the reason why I bring this up is because the dude released a really phenomenal record this year called Big Colors, and uh, was produ- it actually was supposed to come out before Wednesdays. Um, it was actually ready to go, and then all the shit hit the fan, um, and the label pulled it. Uh, he released Wednesdays instead, like, I don't know, 10, 11 months later, and then now he put out this, this great record called Big Colors that was produced by Don Was. Uh, who is an extremely legendary um, producer. And I really like it. It's got a real 80s feel to it. You know, that, that's kind of the trend right now, right? Like John Mayer's new record, Saw Brock, is brilliant because it he wanted to make it sound like it was, you found it and it was like an album that was shelved in 1989, right? And uh, it does sound like it. He, he A mission accomplished, my friend. And this song that I'm going to play you uh, is called Do Not Disturb. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I couldn't listen to him for a while just because I was I was more disappointed. Um, but, you know, that begs the question of, you know, can one separate art from from the artist? Um, and I'm hoping that I can because I really want to 
like his, well, I do really like his stuff. So, and I'm hoping you will too. Sorry for rambling on there. That was been on my mind for a while. I just wanted to kind of put that out in the universe. And um, this is called Do Not Disturb. Anymore. The hotel bar is 
was a dreamy little run there that was um a track called good and plenty by alex isley and uh masego i don't know where i heard that i heard it somewhere and i'm not sure if it was the drum beat or the chorus that caught my ear but i was hooked and then um been listening to it a lot lately um before that i played a track um from a singer her name is rose eleanor dougal it's very very english very british because she is very british um, but she's awesome. So I first caught wind of her. Um, if you're a fan of the show, you know that I love Mark Ronson and pretty much anything that he does. Um, and he's put out some great solo stuff aside from the, you know, stuff that he's, uh, produced for other people. Um, and he put out a phenomenal record called record collection. 
And she sang on a couple tracks and her voice was so, um, it was just so arresting and so beautiful um, that I kind of, uh, well, I fell in love with it and I'm a big fan of her catalog. That was a song called How Long um, from, I think it was released in 2019 off of her record, New Illusions. Um, I love it. I, I think it's great. Um, so some of the songs have been about love, right? I, I mentioned at the top of the show that I kind of had a loose theme. Um, not really sure if the Ryan Adams song was about love. It could be. It's really all of how you interpret it, right? Um, who am I to tell you what it's about? It's like, I hate when artists tell me, well, I wrote the song about this. And you're like, really? I had it in my head that it was something else. Now you just ruined it. Damn it. Um, this song, uh, so, okay, I have a good segue. So uh, the wife and I have been, we just got into this show called White Lotus um, on, is it on Netflix? I think it's on Netflix. It's a crazy show um, uh, from Mike White, who he did School of Rock. He played the roommate. Um, he's a really great writer, director. Um, and he he put this great show together called White Lotus that takes place on a, in a resort, uh, at a resort in Hawaii. It's got a pretty stellar cast um, of people. Connie Brixton. Um, I'm blanking on the husband's name and I shouldn't. Uh, Steve Zahn. There we go. Um, and then the actress from uh, Legally Blonde who plays the hairdresser. I love her. Anyway, in an episode we were watching last night, one of the kids on the show, one of the teen, the teenagers, is wearing a uh, junk culture orchestral maneuvers in the dark t-shirt. And it was a rad shirt. And I was like, God, this, they know exactly what they're doing when even down to the, to the, the, the costuming for the, for this character, super edgy. Yeah. Like, of course she's going to know who OMD is. They're like only 50 years old. No, they're not that old. Um, but this is a track called So In Love, um, off of their album, 1986 album called Crush.
So I've had that song rattling around in my head for a really, really long time, and I couldn't remember who sang it, It and it would just sit there. I could see the cover of the album very clearly in my mind, and I could hear the song. There's a bunch of songs on this album that I loved when it came out in, like, I don't know, 1988, and I finally figured out who it was, and it was her name is Sam Brown, and um, that little... Um, intro before was her as well singing about tea i just thought it was funny uh so i included it uh and before that we had burrito uh, by pete yorn but um sam brown that that was a huge record um back in the late 80s and i was just reading up on her wikipedia page because you know that's where you get all the real true information right um, but she did a lot of session work. Uh, she was a backup singer for, I don't know, any of name, any eighties popular band and she, or singer. And she did session work backing vocals for them 
After this record was released, she actually toured with Pink Floyd. Uh, actually, she was on the Division Bell album and toured that that tour with them, which I did not know. And then I also didn't know that she lost her singing voice in 2007. She she had a cyst on her vocal cords, and she can't. They had it removed, but she can't hold pitch anymore. And that just bums me out because she was such a great voice. So that was a bit of a bummer. But you know me, I'm not going to end the show on a sad note. I'm going to end the show on a really positive note. So um, I talked a little bit about the Dallas music scene, right? So we talked about Fit uh, and they're on Dreamy Life Records. And there's another band that I'm really into. Um, So I mentioned there's a scene that's kind of coming up here. Very I don't want to say dream pop, but maybe a little dreamy pop. Definitely 80s influenced, um, some good post-punk. Um, and there's a great new independent label uh, that's putting out some of this stuff. They're called Red Zeppelin Records. They also have a physical location. I've talked about them before on the show. They have a record store. And we, um, uh, Tacos and Turntables, we're actually going to be heading over there in a couple of weeks to interview them. Or sorry, interview the the owner of the shop and the label, um, Katie, and then we're going to also interview one of her um, her acts that I played on the show before. Her name is Bailey Cheek. I put her Immortals uh, EP last year as one of my top uh, albums of the year. Phenomenal. But there's another band called Abbreviations, a local band here uh, in Dallas, Texas, and they um, kind of like fit that everyone's kind of releasing like teaser singles. And while they're working on their full length album, and I know that they they just either cut it or mastered it, that's probably forthcoming here. Um, but I love these guys. They're called Abbreviations, and I'm gonna play you um, a song called "Turn on You." I love it. Um, I love the vocals. I love the instrumentation. It's very sparse. Um, check them out. The, uh, the check them out on their socials. I believe it's ABBV. Um, and yeah, thank you guys for for tuning in again. I know, as I mentioned, it's it's been a bit of a, a hiatus, but I'm I'm definitely excited to be back. And thank you for all the messages of encouragement and and you know just all around good vibes uh, that you guys have sent uh, to me over the last couple months. Uh, so stay tuned for some more episodes of uh, Black Shirt Mixtape. And as always, be kind to each other because it's free. I'll light the fire You play And oh my god that's the wrong song that's for next episode Jesse you know what I'm going to I'm not even going to edit it out I'm probably going to leave that in there cuz this is just me shaking off the rust right There's a little a little I jumped the gun that was actually a great cover of Our House by The Head and the Heart but if you want to hear it uh you can check it out obviously on social media on uh, iTunes or wherever you prefer to listen to music um, or you can uh, wait until the next episode 28 where I will definitely play it. But this is Turn On You.
toda esta orientación. Vamos con la primera pregunta. Muy. Piedras renales, piedras, eh, bueno.